the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Can you tell that you're the first person I've talked to today? Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, we're going to talk about cars for the next two hours. And um, these are kind of the unsaid rules. When you call us up, you give us the year, make, and model of your car. You tell us how many miles it's got on it. And then we start talking about the symptoms, a vibration, the air doesn't work, the air doesn't blow out of the vents, it doesn't. It cranks over in the morning but doesn't start, it doesn't start hot, that kind of stuff. It's a, it's a waste of everybody's time for you to start that I talked to the Internet and then I did this, 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 and this, and this. Because at the end of that discussion, it's kind of like, okay, you've done a lot of stuff, but in reality, none of it's fixed it. So we've just traveled a path that just really doesn't make a lot of sense. Today's diesel day. Diesel, diesel. And isn't there a joke, Nate, about diesel? Diesel, diesel do it or something like that. There's always some kind of pun related to that, yeah. 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 It's kind of like, I don't know, some drunk guy went into a, a woman's <laughs> clothing store, and they, he says, you know, I want a pair of pants, and they give him some, and he goes, diesel do it. Diesel do it, <laughs> yeah. 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 So anyway, Nate Burkane is with me. He's from <clears throat> Strictly Diesel, I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. He only does diesels. He doesn't do the big trucks, but he does all kinds of light-duty diesel trucks, light and medium duty. And actually, we're trying to branch out into some gasoline work, too, now. So looking for the SUVs and the pickups that have gasoline in them, we'll, okay. we'll do anything pickup-related. So Okay, so pickup yeah. gas or diesel. Yep, and, bet. of course, the maintenance on the two of them is pretty much the same. Same. Same, okay. you bet. It's huge. Yep. It's and, and, you know, we, we do the same thing, and, and we find that most of the guys our age, with the tint of gray in their hair, <laughs> they're really good about the symptoms. Yeah. Because they don't want to be embarrassed at the front counter because there's a lobby full of women and they're telling us how to fix their car. Well, when they tell us how to fix their car, we have them sign a note that says, I'm telling you how to fix my car. I'll accept responsibility. See if it works. Exactly. <laughs> yep. But a- admittedly, we don't pull that piece of paper out but twice a year. Yep. So the idea is, and well, that's good. Welcome to the gasoline family. Yeah. Because with the exception of how we combust fuel... They're the same. It's all the same. Yeah. Same transmission, same engine, same fuel system, virtually. Virtually. Same filters, same oil, same filters, all that stuff. You bet. You got injectors, and I got spark plugs. And I've got injectors, but they're gas. Exactly. So there's not much There's not much to it. So if you have a diesel question, and I'll give you the... Pl- obviously, the Fords are going to call in a lot. Okay. We're okay with that. Yeah. yeah. The 6 liter, the 6.4, and the 6.7. Then we got Dodge with the 5.9 and the 6.7. Yep. Then we got Ford starting with the 7.3, and then that giant piece of dog turd at 6. And then 6.4 is the next one? 6.4. And, yeah. and then they got a 6.7? Six, 6.7. Seven? Six, seven. Okay. Yep. So they're all at about 6.7. They're all in that 
in that general vicinity. Okay. So we'll talk about the different good and bad about it. Sure. But before we do, let's take Blaine. Blaine's been waiting. Blaine, good morning to you. Good morning, Mark. I've got a 1999 GMC Safari, and uh, the rear air-conditioned blower motor has stopped. Now, I know the location of the relay and the fuse, but I can't find the blower motor. Where is that motor located? Um, It's in the rear. Okay. Okay. But what I'm asking you is it's got the vent up above the doors, or are they along the side? They're up above the, the, the Dutch doors. Okay. I'm pretty sure that it's in the quarter panel to the left or the right. As you open up the tailgate, it's going to be on the plastic behind behind the left and the right. Um, okay. I th- and you say the blower's not working. Right. Okay. I was going to say turn the blower on <laughs> and listen. You'll be able <laughs> yeah. to tell which side yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, but this might be one of those things that you could Google, and uh, you could talk about a 99 Safari a blower motor location would be what I'd do. Absolutely. Do you have any idea, left or right? It's in that back area. It's got to yeah. be. Yeah. And another thing you can do, too, is is I'll tell you how you find out which one it is. It's going to have an evaporator back there, and it's going to have a drain. So if you crawl underneath it and you find a drain on the passenger side but not on the driver's side, but I'm... I, I'm yeah, thinking that it may have a drain from the evaporator high that goes down, but they're going to only open up one side. So yeah, it's, on the left, it's on the left side where it drips out. Okay. okay. There you go. Okay. There's usually a vent on the inside, too, that leads you to go where the blower may be. Yeah. It's drawn yeah and there's the a filter there, too. Filter yeah. there on the left side. Uh-huh. And if that's the filter, then that's the fresh air intake, or is that the outtake? I don't know the answer to that. Why, why do we have intake. a filter back there? It may just be a screen. I can't imagine there being a filter, but yeah, it's probably a screen. Yeah. I okay. Screen. Okay. Yeah. And, and and let me ask you a question: Have you tried the real fix for at least a a chance at uh, fixing it? Is you you go back there and you put it on speed three, and um, you turn the front air off so you can just have it on speed three, and then without breaking the plastic, beat on the doors or the quarters on both sides. If that son of a gun starts, woo, then you know which side it is. But honestly, we, we do that all the time. Sure. We take a hammer and hit the back of the blower motor, and sometimes it'll go, sometimes it won't. But if it goes, we know the brushes are bad. Yeah. We're still going to replace it. But yeah. Um, that, that's Now, what part of town do you live in? Uh, I live on the 39th Avenue in Thunderbird. Okay. Well, you can go to 24th, 27th, I think. Uh, Harker's is 38th Avenue in Indian School. But I usually go to 83rd. Okay. All right. And that's something that actually, I don't think the guys at the parts store are going to know the answer to that. But really, there's only two answers. It's the driver's side or the passenger side. Yep. But I don't um, think it's a, I don't think it's a switch because it doesn't work low, medium, or high. You, I think you're exactly right because high usually is on a relay, and one, two, and three is on a blower motor resistor. Now I got a separate switch for the rear and the front. I understand. I understand. Okay. But normally, yeah, you do. But normally there's a resistor for one, two, and three, and then oh, high okay. is direct. So we're going to run battery power right through the re- relay and up to the blower motor. Okay. So, And in really and truly, I'd still hit the back there. Not enough to, to, to break the plastic, but just use your fist and beat on that. And if that blower motor comes alive, you've done two things. Now we know which side it's on, and now you know it's got bad brushes. Sure. Okay. All righty. Thank you, Mark. You betcha. Thank you very much. That was nice. That we was went nice. right to the point. Yeah. And uh, and and the question was good. Yeah. 
it's uh, it's don't keep track of those that I can't answer to. <laughs> because, Likewise. Yeah, yeah. All righty, we got another caller. Who would that be, Gil? That'd be Jeff. Jeff, good morning to you. How can we help you? How you doing, Mark? Good, thank you. Hey, hey I have a question for you guys. Um, I mean, I've been driving um, uh, half-ton pickups for about the last 20 years. I'm in the market now. Uh, do either one of you have a favorite three-quarter ton diesel pickup? <sighs> Diesel truck. Yeah. Oh. I think we're both going to agree on this. We could talk all day, but yeah. yeah. I, and let me ask you, do you drive a diesel? Yeah. Okay, what do you drive? Three-quarter ton Dodge. Okay. Yeah. Is, and it's got the 5.9 or the 6.7 six, or what? 6.7. Okay. And what year is it? 17. Oh, so you have to do the DEF. Yes. Okay. I bought a 12. <laughs> yeah, no DEF <laughs> so, on that. So I've got no DEF, and I also have a Dodge truck. So it's pretty simple. Both of us are driving Dodge trucks. That's, okay. what, that's what uh, we do. I've been driving, um, of course, for the half-ton gas engine. I've been driving Silverados, but uh, I know that the diesel is a whole different animal, usually. It is. It's a new education. It's 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 all new. It's it's definitely different than driving your gasoline vehicle, for sure. So, Jeff, I would encourage you to maybe make a day of it and go to different dealerships and test drive these vehicles. And for what okay. it's worth, the half-ton market now has diesels available as well. So if you don't tow excess or if you think you tow too much, well, then you need a three-quarter ton or one-ton truck. But uh, okay. drive all these yeah. trucks. Take a test drive. See what you okay. think. And let me cover I, you, the question about GM, okay? Right. GM has the best transmission of all of them, the Allison. Number two, that 6.6 six, um, Duramax. 6.6 six, six Duramax, yeah. Allison. Had, yeah. Well, we had some injector problems early in the five, six, and 7s, or at least we did. The fact of the matter is, is that's still a good truck. Oh, yeah. So if you want it, that's, that would be my second best. Well, that would be my second choice. In spite of the fact that the shop has a Ford 5 or 6 liter, in spite of the fact we bought it with a blown-up motor, right. um, if you decided to go to the GM side, it's my opinion that that Allison's the best because they put that in giant motorhomes, the Allison 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, and so forth. Um, okay. But yeah. but I think either one, Nate. I like my Dodge, but I'm 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 tied between Dodge and Ford, honestly. Okay. And then okay. GM has okay. come a long way with their diesel truck and their trucks in general. So th- th- I GM's saw a uh, I saw a real cute uh, bumper sticker the other day. You guys would get a kick out of it. Said real trucks don't have spark plugs. I've seen that one. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. That's <laughs> yeah. okay. That's a good we'll, one. We'll yeah. we'll oh. we'll we'll go with that. Okay. So, all right, guys. Okay, got one more thing to to say, of course. Um, there's a guy that's got a pickup like mine, <laughs> really? and it's been dressed a little bit. Sure. And uh, there's some uphill battles that you can imagine going to Roosevelt Lake or you know going to any place where the elevation is higher, and you run with the big dogs when there. So oh, yeah. if you got a boat or if you got a trailer and stuff like that, it's really a macho thing to be running in front of the pack or passing somebody Absolutely. else. And um, it is clear to him that the Dodge truck is the one that pulls. Now, the three-quarter tons are better than the one ton because they weigh less. They weigh but less. But they got yep. the same motor. Yep. And I know that, that you rolled your eyes when I said that the Allison was the best transmission, uh, but the new Dodge is not bad at all. No, they're what, not. What's the name of that transmission? Well, they got two, depending on which one. It's a 68 RFE or the uh, Azen. Okay, Azen. Azen. That's the six-speed, isn't it? Yes. With lock and overdrive. Yes. I think that's the one my 12 has. It might. And yeah. I, I tell you, I... <sighs> Same one in mine. They put yeah. it through its paces. It's great. Yeah. So, so uh, I saw you... It's okay, though. 
uh, it opened the door for us to talk about it. Absolutely. But but dot. I wouldn't go back five years with the Dodge transmission. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> but the newer ones, uh, I agree. All right, and Ford would be your second choice? Yeah. Did you hit your head on the way no, into the studio I, today? No, I think I tripped, but I didn't hit my head. So. Which head? Which Ford would you get? 6.7 okay. Ford. All right. You wouldn't get the 6 liter or the 6.4? No. The 6 liter is a big piece of crap, but the 6.4 is better but wasn't perfect. Agree? Agree. But 6-7 has hit a home run. 6-7's hit a home run, yeah. for sure. Yeah. All righty. Well, who have you got next, Gil? We have Dave. Dave, good morning. What can we do for you? Uh, hello. Yes, sir? Uh, yeah. I've got a, a 2013 Kia Optimum. And uh, beginning of the year, I put some uh, drove and slotted brake rotors on it. Uh-huh. And they're, they're making... They were making a little bit of noise when you stop, which I'm, I've had it on other vehicles, too. But now I'm getting a high-speed Chevy between 75 and 80 when I tap on the brakes. Otherwise, I don't feel anything. Is it the rotors? Or I'm thinking it's my rotors are starting to warp a little bit. Yeah, we're both shaking our head. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, Should I, I replace the rotors and the pads or just the rotors? Well, do you got drum brakes on the back of that? No, I got disc. In disc back. all the way around. Yeah. Why did you put drilled and slotted rotors on it in the first place? I had them on another vehicle. I had I had them on an Envoy, and I loved the stopping power I had with them. Okay. I mean, the stopping power was unbelievable. Okay. And so I I figured I'd give them a try on that. All right. How many miles are on the Kia? Uh, it's got 112 now. I okay. just put them on about maybe 10,000 miles ago. And last but not least, when you pulled the brake pads off, were they worn evenly? They, yes, they were. So and inner and outer the, pad. The ro- inner and neither, outer pad were, were the same. Yeah, they okay. were. They were all good. Okay. And these, I'm looking at. I, the rotors look clean, but I'm thinking I got a little bit of warpage in one of okay. them. Okay. All right, you're going to have to stick here because i got to take a break. So just stay right there. 602-508-0960 if you have a car question. 602-508-0960. Mark Salem and Nate Burkane. Nate's a diesel guy, and I drive a diesel too, but we predominantly deal in gas vehicles, but diesels as well. We'll be back right after this. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. 
There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now, it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the Y for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the Y, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the Y. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that. So while you might think of the Y as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the Y. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem and Nate Bracane here talking to you. And we're doing our best to answer your questions. You're welcome to join us at 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We left it off with um, Dave about his 13 Kia with a 80-mile-an-hour uh, shake. Oh, and let me turn on your microphone so that we're both talking at the same time. It's clear his rotors are warped or his wheel bearings are bad. Could have bad wheel bearing too, you bet. And it can be either one. So, are you a fan of on the car brake rotor? Yes, I am too. Yes, I am too. So, the problem with that is you don't necessarily pick up that bad wheel bearing no. necessarily. So, I probably would drive it to see if the wheel bearings were making any noise on it. Left turn, right turn, forty miles an hour or higher. But on the brake, uh, uh, on the brake turning or on the car turning is our favorite. And that way, you have mm-hmm. you're actually taking into consideration everything, including the rotor. So, and it clearly you have a rotor problem. Absolutely. Can you turn? You can't turn a Geraldton slotted rotor, can you? Yes, you can. Oh well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can really? I didn't think you could. Absolutely. Yes. No, we just take out oh, okay. a, a a belt sander and <laughs> all the way around it. <laughs> I'm kidding, you, and thank you for laughing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you you can cut slotted ones. It's no problem. So, um, now, t- when you take the rotor off before you want, you, maybe you you got to clean the hub and the back of the rotor because if there was any grease mm-hmm. on the hub where the fate the back side of the rotor sits, then it's going to wobble, and no amount of cutting is going to straighten it up. Yeah. So, just make sure the back side mm-hmm. of the rotor, the back of the hub, and the front of the, the back of the rotor. 
would you replace the brake pads too if you have a cut? No. Uh, if you just no. recently did it, no, not necessarily. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. D- Dave, I would caution on a couple things too, as far as wheel lug nut torque. If you over torque a lug nut, mm-hmm. that pulls the hub too tight against the rotor, and that can also contribute mm-hmm. to brake rotor uh, wobble, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then, depending on the pad you bought, if it's too aggressive of a pad, that can also build a lot of heat, which would warp a rotor as well. So, mm-hmm. and that's why I asked him ceramic, if he had rear drum. It doesn't make there's any difference. I, I can burn yeah. your ceramics off your Kia. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. It, okay. it, it's And also, <laughs> if you, I think your parking brake may apply or adjust up the rear brakes. Do you ever use your parking brake? No. Okay. I think if there's a lever at the back of the rear caliper and it's got a cable to it, that typically means mm-hmm. application of the parking brake will take the slack up in the rotors and in the pistons. And if that's the case, mm-hmm. get into your car, put it in drive, and just pump that that uh, that uh, parking brake for twenty or thirty times. Okay. And that might bring up your uh, your uh, rear brakes because I was wondering, you know, are we overloading the fronts because the yeah. rears aren't working? Mm-hmm. That's why I asked you if you had drums. But anyway, thank you very much, Dave Leonard. Good morning. How can we help you? Yeah, a couple of questions, Mark. Okay. I've got O2 uh, Buick uh, sixty-two thousand miles on it. Uh, and the driver's information center, it shows stuck at 137 oil pressure at 137. That's the first question. Um, and uh, my, my, uh, I, I checked the, the check overnight, the oil, oil overnight on, on, my, on my oil pan, check out how much oil is in the pan overnight. I had a drain of who could brought this because looks to me about, like, about a, a, a quarter overfill on oil. Okay. So that's the second problem. I don't. And then also, that I also have on, the, on my temperature gauge on my driver's list, it shows out and won't go over 190 degrees. It's all over that normal. Well, I think I think what I'd do first is is I'd grab a hold of that temperature switch and ground it and see if the the gauge can go up past full, past the red zone. That's what I'd do first. The second thing I'd do is pull the oil pressure switch and put a manual gauge on it and see if because really and truly. If you have 120 pounds of oil pressure, you're the first one I've ever seen. But the, but the idea is is the question is 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 the gauge lying to me, or do you really have 120 pounds? And if you have 120 and, and pounds, yeah, and, and, and the original was replaced about two years ago when it went to show no oil pressure. The what but was replaced? The, the the oil pressure sender that was so. replaced two or two years ago. Okay. Oil pressure was showing no 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 pressure, but on the on the idiot last and passing, the red light didn't come on, so I knew there was oil pressure. Okay. So anyway, I had the switch replaced, and I was failed again. Chosen one thirty-seven. Yeah, I, I I don't I can't answer your question. I don't know what kind of part you bought. I don't know if somebody drugged right. the end of the. Wait a minute. If they if they drugged the end of the oil pressure switch across the greasy manifold before they stuck it in, which would have contaminated the switch's ability to to measure, and the last but not least, you could have a dash problem. Yeah. So you could have a dash problem, but it, it's I've described how I would do it, Nate. Any difference? No, no difference. Okay. Just ground the the temp wire. You got to know which one to ground, and that'll tell you if the gauge is capable. Another thing too is is start it up in the morning when it's cold. And look in the radiator and see if the water is flowing. If the water is flowing, it shouldn't be because the thermostat should be shut. And so if the water's flowing and moving through the radiator, then you, this thermostat's stuck open and it's never going to warm up. 
You can also take a temperature gun, a cheap temperature gun, and gun the lower hose and the top hose, and they should pretty, be pretty much the same temperature till the thermostat opens up. So if the top hose gets hotter before the bottom hose does, then there's a good chance that you've got a, a thermostat that's stuck wide open. So those are the, that's the process that you would pay Nate and I $450 an hour to, uh, to tell you what's the matter with it. And, of course, I'm teasing you. Yes, teasing. All righty. Well, listen, Letter, thank you very much. Mark, you're up next. Hi, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. I have a 2017 Chrysler Pacifica, 66,000 miles on it. And this doesn't happen uh, a lot of times, but it does happen. It seems like when I just start off from a stop, just regular driving, before it gets into the other gear, it feels like someone's slamming me from the backside, a big thump, and then the car continues on. It doesn't do it all the time. I've had it to Chrysler. Of course, they drive around the block and say they can't find anything. It doesn't throw a, 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 a code or anything like that, and um, I don't know what's going on. Okay. Well, and, and what year was that? 17. Oh, okay. 67,000 miles? Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Um, I'm going to put you on hold because I'm about a minute and a half away from a break. But but what you're talking about is a harsh one-two shift. That's That's the terminology that you need to use. You need to figure out how to make that happen and when it happens. Where's the temperature gauge? How far have you driven? And so forth. Now, if you figure out that it's within a mile and a half from home when you leave, then I would think that you'd manually shift that dog. And so you pull it down into first and then go up, click second, clip third. The question then becomes, do you still have the harsh shift? Now, if you have to manually shift the car for the whole day and the problem goes away, and the next day you don't manually shift, you put it into drive, and the problem comes back, that's going to help somebody to fix your problem. Absolutely. So yeah. you agree with all that? Absolutely. Okay. Maybe a simple check being cold, if it, it is the one-two shift, check fluid level before you leave the house. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and what's yeah. nifty about that is is the information is on the dipstick. So it yeah. says check hot, check cold, check park, check neutral, check drive. Everything's on the dipstick. Yep. So that makes it kind of easy for everybody to know. The old days of being in drive and cold are gone. There's lots of different variations of that. So anyway, i got to go, Mark, but thank you, thank you. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. you got a good chance to get in, 602-508-0960. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. 
Hi, it's Chris Funk again with Cool Touch Air Conditioning and Heating. Have you ever heard an offer on the radio and thought there's got to be a catch? At Cool Touch, there's never a catch. We realize that not everyone wants a high efficiency system, but are interested in quality service, great warranties, and an installation done right. If you're glad your AC made it through the summer, but know it's time to replace it, let Cool Touch replace your unit with a 14 sear total comfort system at a never done before 25% off. Here's an example of a three ton system, usually priced at $7,900. Now only $59.20 after the 25% off. At CoolTouch, we'll also throw in a Wi-Fi smart thermostat, duct cleaning, a 10-year parts warranty, along with one year of maintenance. Best of all, get it installed with no payments and no interest for a year or payments as low as $75 a month. At CoolTouch, it's upfront pricing, no games and no guessing. Call us at 602-923-9600 or online at cooltouch.us. And as always, kick back and relax. We'll keep you cool. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by feedthepig.org. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month and soon enough it was gone. So you're just giving up. Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. All about that demon automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and results. Okay, 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, Mark Salem with Nate Bracane from Strictly Diesel I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. If you have a diesel question, now's the time to do it. Automotive Dynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted source for complete automotive services. Chuck opened that place up in 1982, and I've known Chuck since the mid-70s. Chuck now has his son Derek running the Automotive Dynamics, and his staff and technicians are not paid a commission or a percentage of a repair bill. So therefore, Derek can assure you that they won't sell you unnecessary parts or repair to butter their own bread. So if you're looking for a good shop in the Sun City area, I'd recommend Auto Dynamics. They're north of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. We're going to go back to the uh, to Mark. Did we still have Mark on the line? 
Okay. I thought we took care of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. Shane, you're up next. How can we help you? Hi. I'm calling on behalf of a buddy of mine. We have He has a 2002 Hyundai Sonata, and his uh, gas tank feels really slow. It keeps shutting off. We've replaced the, um, the canister, the carbon canister, blown out hoses in between there, and I'm wondering what else we should step into next. Nate? There's something going on with the filler neck and or a vent on the tank. Yeah. Yeah. There is a vent on the tank, and, and um, the vent usually is attached in some fashion to the filler neck. And so sometimes okay. you have to start with pulling the filler neck out, and when you pull the filler neck through the, the filler door, you'll bring not only the metal neck, but and, and it plugs into a grommet in the side of the tank more than likely. You'll bring the vent, and if the vent's plugged, then or kinked, sometimes they get kinked, then that's the issue. Um, I can't think of anything else other than the vent is plugged. Um, if he pulls the nozzle out, does it make any difference? If he pulls the nozzle out to where it's only a quarter of an inch behind the gate, does that make any difference? Uh, I will check with him. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm not with him right now. Yeah. Well, obviously, you're filling it so fast with gas that it's burping back at you. And you and I both know that's sure. not the way it's supposed to be. But Nate and I are in agreement that we've got a vent problem. And it's not likely to be the vent on the top of the tank because that's part of the evaporative system. And th- at that time, we open a valve up front and we suck the fumes off of the, bo- at the top of the tank. But normally, you're not going to have that valve open when you're filling. Otherwise, if you stuff the tank, you'd shove f- raw fuel forward and it would contaminate the ca- canister. So um, we're both vote and vent. If you had an emissions diagram of this car, it would tell you about the vent. You yeah. could probably find that someplace okay. or talk to your garage, okay? Okay, that sounds good. Thank you, or Shane. Thank you. Jason, you're up next. Wonderful. Hi, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. I have a 2007 uh, toy, uh, uh, Toyota Corolla S, and it has a little over 300,000 miles on it. And I'd like, uh, I'd like to know if, uh, if I can, if I myself, as opposed to taking it into the dealership, can change the transmission fluid on it. Yeah. I mean, is it one of those sealed transmissions, so to speak? Um, that's a good question. I, I okay. don't know that answer. <laughs> I don't think. Is it a 2 or a 7? Uh, it's a 2. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure you don't. I'm I'm real okay. sure you don't. Have you ever changed it? Uh, yeah, I had it uh, had it changed at the hundred and seventy five thousand mile mark. Okay, and uh, I'm just I'm doing more highway travel, and so I wanted to. Uh, uh, I I saw that it was getting a little a little dirty, but I didn't know whether I if it was something that I could do or whether it was something I needed to take back into the dealership. Well, no, uh, both Nate and I could could handle that, and so could most of the independent shops we know. So, okay, all right. He, he, here's your choice, though. Do you okay. change the pan and the filter, which gets okay. you three quarts out of ten, maybe? Or okay. is this the time you flush it? Gotcha. And, okay. And they're going to interrupt the two lines up front that go through the cooler. And they're going to hook okay. up to it, and we have a machine, and we push the button and say, go. And the machine shoves in new. we got a clear hose on the back side. As soon as we get the mud out of it and it's a clear hose on that side, boom, we disconnect. We check the fluid, take some out, add some more, and you're out of there. However, 
What makes me uncomfortable is nobody else goes 170. <laughs> and and okay. what, what I normally tell people is on the first service, we do pan and filter. Then the okay. next service, we do flush. Then the next service, gotcha. we do pan and filter. Because when they pull the pan off that, they're going to find mounds of clutch material. They better not find any snap rings that are broken. But you didn't say gotcha. anything about it running bad or shifting bad. So... And then there's other going to be other guys with gray hair that are going to say, Mark is full of manure. They're going to say, new fluid's going to wipe that transmission out. And that's an old wives' tale. Nick and I are shaking our heads right now. Yeah. And, okay. and the fluids are sub- superior, and it's not the case that we're going to go in and wash all the cholesterol off the transmission's veins and cause it to go into a heart attack. That ain't going to happen. Nope. So, okay. And as far as the flush is concerned, you got any idea? Throw a number. Two, Your guess is mine, yeah. Yeah, two yeah. to three hundred, I'm yeah. guessing, depending on how many quarts of fluid it is and how long it takes. Okay. Now, I live in the Litchfield uh, Park area. Do you have a recommendation of a shop that might be nearby? Well, uh, that... Litchfield, give me cross streets. Uh, uh, cross streets, major cross streets. Um, well, I'm at the... Uh, I'm at uh, basically Camelback and Litchfield Park, or, or excuse me, Litchfield Road. Okay. Well, I've got 67th Avenue and Northern, Mike's Auto Tech. Um, I've okay. got Grand and 91st Avenue, just a little bit west of you. i got S&S Tire, and then in Sun City i got Automotive Dynamics. So I've got all those guys that can perform this service for you. And they'll oh, okay. use the appropriate fluid as well. So Mike's Auto Tech, S&S Tire, and uh, Automotive Dynamics. Those are the three places I know are good. Appreciate it. Okay. Thank okay. you very much. The lines are wide open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Real quick, you know what we did last week? What would you do? In spite of the fact that I was a jerk last week because we had some callers that didn't play by the rules. They didn't give me the year-making model of the mileage. They started off with... You know, telling me all the stuff they've done. Right. And I was a jerk last week. My wife told me that. <laughs> a couple other people told me that. But we did 19 callers last wow. week, which was a record. That's awesome. We've never done that. Never since 1988 when I first started doing it. Wow. So we're going to be back in a minute. We don't just have problems outside of America. We have problems here as well. The war for America's soul. Is whether America is a nation of laws or a nation of outlaws. Whether we are a sovereign nation or whether we are a sanctuary nation. Radical socialism, illegal immigration, racial divides, and patriotism under siege. And threats to our Constitution arise daily. The problem for the Democratic Party is as racism recedes as an issue, they got to come up with more places to find it. The economics of racism are pretty simple. Uh, when the demand for racism exceeds the supply, they got to find new places to, to drill. Join us September 26th at the Scottsdale Center for the Performing Arts. Fox regular and author Michelle Malkin hits the stage to talk about her new book, Open Borders. Joining her for an all-star panel are Larry Elder, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, and Mike Gallagher. Go to 960thepatriot.com now for tickets. Only at 960thepatriot.com. Sponsored by our friends at Guns Etc. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. 
how do I choose a book? Is it the cover? Uh, yeah, some, I guess, you know, it's sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual, so it's a combination of those two. The first book I remember was Captain's Courageous. When I finished that book, I had become so involved with these characters. So here's the thing. If a book's really, really impressing me and the writing is really, really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work, <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger. Two if you're very overweight. And three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio prediabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Welcome back, everybody. Nate Burkane from Strictly Diesel up at I-17 in Pinnacle Peak. My name is Mark Salem. We're here both to help you out with your car questions, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Thompson's Auto Repair is in Mesa. He's on Main Street just east of Stapley. Brian and Thelma are really good people. I've known both of their families since the 60s and the 70s. So the Vivian and the Thompsons have been around a very long time. Brian and Thelma have ASC certified technicians. They're really good at what they do. It's the diagnosis, it's the estimate, it's the repair, and then the verification that the problem you went in to fix is gone. It's the only place in Mesa that I tell you to go to. You're welcome to go anywhere you want, but they have my, my stamp of approval. That's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing on Main Street, just east of Stapley. Let's go to the phones now. Francis, good morning. Good morning to you. Thanks for taking my call. I have a kind of a general question about uh, what would be a good substance to use for belt dressing. Uh, Nate, you want to take that hot potato? <laughs> <laughs> that is a hot potato. How about you, Mark? You want to uh, take it? Um, w- neither one of us are in favor, Francis, of putting anything on your belt. Here's what I say. The only thing that's acceptable to put on your belt is water to determine which belt is making the noise. So we take a little spray bottle and the motor's running, and maybe there's a squeal when the power steering is turned left, and then we spray some water on one of the belts, and then when it quiets down, then we know which belt it is. But if you insisted on putting belt dressing on there, I'd use a bar of soap. No, well, no, I'll try your water solution and see what happens. Yeah. Well, tell me what you got that you're trying to fix. You got a belt squeal? Well, no, it's not squealing. It's, a, it's on a 15 the terrain, and, well, the air conditioner is running most of the time now. But in front of the car, the engine area noise is something else. You think you're running five vacuum cleaners in there, 
and I'm just thinking the belts are dry, or maybe it's my air conditioner. Okay. Nate? That sounds like your cooling fans are running. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is normal. Yeah. So. But if that's the case, though, Francis, the, 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 van, the fans are supposed to run. So when you're not moving, then you don't have airflow across the radiator. So we put electric fans on them to yeah. give you that extra airflow. So I think you get the noise to be made, you open up the hood, and then identify the fan either in front of the radiator and condenser or behind the radiator. And if you can put your hand, without putting your hand in the, in the belts, over the top of the shroud and that fan's blowing, then go turn off the air. Uh-huh. Wait about three minutes and go back, and if the noise is gone, you're okay. You're okay. okay. I'll All right? try that. All right, Francis, thank you very much. Um, we, what we get is the car overheats when we're slow, and it's fine when we go fast. Yeah. And so we know that we've lost the cooling fan on the slow side. And so when we start ramming air through it, you know, my wife does like 100 miles an hour, so she never has that problem with airflow across <laughs> the radiator. <laughs> but... Uh, um, it is, we still get cars with belt dressing all over the inside of the engine compartment. Yeah. Have you tried to clean that out in a while? That's nasty. It is. Yeah. We have a car wash next door. It's hard for us to do that. Exactly. Oftentimes, engine cleaner soaked and then drive it next door and wash it all off. You're lucky if you get it all off. Exactly. Yep. And, and then, then the squeal will typically come back for some period of time once you get all the soap off of it and all that other stuff. So yep. I'm not a fan of belt dressing. If there's no other way to identify it, then it's cheaper to replace the belt than it is to use the belt dressing. Because yep. you just added 20 30 40 $50 to your bill to clean up the belt dressing. Exactly. Yep. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. Gil is our engineer. Um, Gil's really good, you know that. He is good. Um, he, yeah. he he'll he'll tell me stuff like, "There's this fly drive." He'll tell me stuff like, in my ear, he'll say, "You're dead meat." <laughs> From time to time, yes. Yeah. From time to time, he says. Yeah. And uh, it's he, I I'd made a joke not too long ago, and he goes, "Oh, you're NFL, not for long." <laughs> and, nice. And, and so w- he's really good at what he does. You'll you'll notice he's talking oh, to yeah. us in our headphone, and he'll say two minutes, Mark, <laughs> and, then, and then I go like this. That's telling him I heard you the first time. Right. Yeah. So we talk back and forth with our headphones on. Um, hey, Gil, just fire up your mic. Go ahead. Um, all right, you're on the air right now. Yes. Try not to use any really bad words to yeah, get me in any trouble. We'll try. Yeah. yeah. So um, compared to all the other hosts, now you have a lot of tape shows, right? Yes. Okay. Does everybody else on the live show hit their marks? I'd say about 80% do. Okay. I'm not going to ask you who, so you can talk you know, truthfully <laughs> to me. And when they don't hit their marks, is it the soft ones or the hard ones? It's the, the hard breaks. Okay. So the hard break, Nate, is I have to hit 30 not 2941 not 3050 i got to hit 30 yeah. and then 5850 is the out time so the the 17 and the 40 are uh, yeah i went to 18 on the 17 oh, okay. so and the 40 i'm i i messed that one up too but we're 8 minutes away from the 5850 and gil wants me to hit it on the button on the button okay yeah. and if i don't um gil what is it you say uh, I can't say. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly right. 
he'll call me a name, but he has a smile on his face. He does. He but I already totally. know that I screwed up. Yeah. But what he does really well is he covers for me. He does. So he has a couple of buttons there that'll give him five or ten seconds, or he'll know that he's going to take this 30 out and go 25 or something. Right. So he'll know to cover up for me. Not too long ago, I, I, I said something that I knew I shouldn't have. And he, he says in my ear, you're dead meat. <laughs> Good to know he's got you covered. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just said to him, don't lie. If, if they say, did Salem really say this? The answer is, is, you already listened to the tape. There's no reason for anybody to answer you. You know he did. Yep, yep. So anyway. <laughs> Anyway, Gil's really good. I've been doing this since 1988, and he's actually the least intrusive. Um, he he just he just gave me a two minute uh, last break, so he's telling me what I need to do. And I need to look at the clock. Then he also synchronizes our clocks. So at you know, at the very beginning, it's yeah. it's 51, 37, 38, 39. 40 and we have to get those aligned yeah so he's pretty good at what he does and if not the best i've ever had just because he manages the show the rest of the guys will talk to me about the car and help me with the answer and of course you got headphones on and they're talking to you you're trying to hear the customer or the caller and then your head's working now did you hear that right there i did hear that we have a caller awesome oh who who might that be gil that would be jerry jerry good morning to you how can we help good you? morning mark how are you doing? I'm actually way, uh, on my way down the hill here from Payson, so if you lose me, you'll, you'll know why. No problem. No problem. Listen, uh, I take my uh, Jeep to your shop all the time, and by the way, uh, you guys are just great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, have an 86 CJ, 242, 5-speed, uh, four-wheel drive. I noticed the other day, um, and I got that safety plate over the uh, over the transfer case. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It looks like there's a clear... Uh, a clear oil coming out of it under the garage floor. Okay. Is that a seal, or do you have any idea what it is? It's it's easy, though, for us to do that. We're just going to lift it up in the air and use a bunch of brake cleaner and clean all that stuff off, and then mm-hmm. we'll put it in four-wheel drive, and we'll just run it. And wherever it's at, and I see, you're, the problem with you is you're going down the road at 50, 60, 70 miles an hour, sometimes mm-hmm. 80, don't deny it, <laughs> and and you're blowing that oil all over the place. Well, we're just going to let it sit there. But to answer your question, it's most likely a seal. You agree? I would agree. And yep. it could be a variety of the seals. It could be tail shaft seal. It could be, I don't know, do they pick up the speedometer on the Jeep off of the uh, transfer case, or is that on the tail shaft of the it's transmission? It's been a while. It okay. could be off the T-case, but yeah. Okay, and then another thing is there's a gasket between the transmission and the T-case, almost mm-hmm. always. So there's yep. a couple of them there. This isn't a break-your-wallet kind of thing. Doesn't sound like it. Yeah. This is yeah, this is going to be up, a lot of labor for a $25 gasket. Okay. I looked up there uh, the other day, and um, there's there's a hole in that safety plate, and um, there's like a, a spring, some kind of a spring on the transfer case on the driver's side, and it looked like it was kind of coming from there, although, you know, uh, it could be anywhere, I guess, on that plate. Okay, is the spring about the size of a pencil lead, and it's real fine, no. and it might be round? It's a big spring? Yes, it's a bigger spring, yeah. it's okay. uh, Hold the shifter. I'm, yeah, I'm guessing maybe like a half inch wide, maybe inch and a half long type of thing. Okay. That, right, Nate, that sounds like maybe a shifter linkage? S- something related to the linkage, yeah, yeah to the, help isolate or hold it still. Yeah. yeah. So y- it's a good thing you found that. 
that's certainly yeah. something that you, you, you need to hang on to. But the answer to where it belongs is, is going to be easy to figure that out. It's an external spring. So there's somewhere along the line, there's two holes that are three inches apart, and yeah. that spring is supposed to go in those two holes. Yeah. So, yeah, no, uh, no, the, no the, the, spring is, the spring is still on there. It didn't come off. I just looked up uh, inside that, uh, that, you know, safety plate or whatever, and the oil seemed like it was just kind of coming from that area. And it looks like a, uh, like a clear type of oil. Is that typical of a transfer case? Yes, yes. Okay. So. Now listen, wait a minute, Jerry. Are you married? Yes, I am. <laughs> All right. Have her lay underneath the doggone Jeep, and you move the shifter levers in the four-wheel drive, and just when she says the spring moves, then we're done. Okay. You know what and, a great what a great and you know you think my wife would do that, Mark? You know what? If you ask her nicely, <laughs> and and you you got to do this, you got to say, "Honey, I really need to move those levers." And all you have to do is, and I'll crawl underneath you with you. There's the spring. Now move your head over a little bit, so if the spring gyrates, they won't dirt won't fall in your face. And honey, we'll do it just before we go to bed, so you're in your pajamas, and crawl underneath there with a flashlight and tell me when that spring moves. So it's he said it was a five speed, I think. So yes. it's going to be a clutch return spring or it's going to be yeah. something in the transfer case yep. so that's not going to really be a big deal now the oil leak if it's a clutch uh, uh, fork there's it shouldn't be if the oil leak is up there then it's in the transmission it's yeah. not in the T case yeah so okay. let us know how that works with your wife though okay yes yeah yeah dream on Mark <laughs> I'll give, uh, I'll, give uh, I'll give Paul a call on Monday and uh, put right. it over thank you thank you and You're you welcome. know what tell him you right. want to walk out into the shop and they'll let you and say, okay. I want to show you where it's at, and I want to watch you guys look at it. Th- that's okay. That's okay. Thanks. Have a, great, have a great week. Okay. Thank you, Jerry. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. You let customers come into the shop? Absolutely. They can't come and help. No. But we want to show them. Sure. Now, we have a, I think it's an Instagram uh, a thing in the Internet. My daughter handles that. And what she does is it's really cool. And you could do this easy. It's she, she, every technician has the old part and the new part, right? Right. So they have to take this special camera, which is an apple, and they have to put them side by side with nothing around them, and they have to take a picture. Can yeah. you imagine old motor mount that's broken in half and a new one, right? Great comparison. And and so you got the cabin filter that looks like that some rabbits lived in there for the last forty years, yep. and a clean one. Yep. And the dirty air filter and a clean one. So we do lots of that comparison because we tell people. Always buy, get your old parts back. Obviously, you don't want five gallons of oil. No. Obviously, you don't want something that's really yucky. But if you get take your old parts back, say, for instance, I put a air, mass airflow sensor on your car and the code comes back, you're going to be real glad that you kept that mass airflow sensor because now you can say to me, let's put the old one on and start over again. Sure. Right? Yeah, absolutely. We're not going to give you some you know gasket set off a T case, transfer case. We're not going to do that. No. But the idea is is we're doing that a lot, which makes it really easy for the customer to understand there's a big difference here. Absolutely. Plus, he has the two of them before he installs the new one. Yep. So, and then um, we have a, a men's locker room, as you can, as you know, 
And if they choose not to do that in a specific amount of time after they've had plenty of opportunities to do that on behalf of education, then they, uh, then when they get off work at about five, they, they have to go clean the men's restroom. Yeah, there and you go. So far, nobody's had to clean the men's restroom because yeah. I think the punishment is something they're afraid of. Yeah. So nevertheless, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. Both of us talk diesels, but Nate's better than I am. Nate's from Strictly Diesel up at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. We've known one another for many years. And I tell you that Nate's a big boy. And he has hands like tennis rackets. So you'll know when he meets you at the front counter. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.